burner for about okay. 10 and then I'll bring us in. All right, everybody, we're back. Uh, got our special guest, Chuck Huffman, a very special person to me. Um, don't, don't, don't hog all that like like you you know I mean, right. I mean well yeah just because you were just because you were the last pick on a good team don't don't yeah. hog all the I mean yeah. no I mean he's he's special to a lot of people no doubt um, but yeah so Chuck we're 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 super stoked that you're here uh, glad you took some time out of your your day in your life to to come and yeah, be a part you had, of this yeah because you had to come in to see us so good to see you guys yes glad to do it. So you're living Hot Springs, is that what? Hot Springs Village. It's a gated community about 15 miles out of Hot Springs, but a retirement community. And we, um, our kids learned to ski on the lakes in the village. Um, Kathy's mom had some property there. So when we came time to retirement, that was one of the places we wanted to check out first and um, just loved it and bought a place there and have just loved living there, so. So what about the rest of the family? Where's what's what's Eric doing? What's where's Chas okay, doing? So uh so Chas is in Flower Mound, uh our daughter, and she uh and her family um live in, in Flower Mound. She is a high school counselor there. Hmm. Um uh, her partner Taryn is a high school principal there, and then they have three kids between them. And uh, so we get to see them pretty regularly because they're not that far away yeah eric and his wife and family are in houston and they started a new church there called the story um actually they have a couple of campuses now and maybe opening another before long um they're just doing really well yeah. and i'm just so happy for all of them and proud so of all of them it was new what five four or five years ago yeah uh longer ago than that okay um because it's, were cause like said, it's grown. another church yeah but started a new yeah. congregation in that other church, and, and then they moved. And now on it's grown there, to two or so. three, two, two or three campuses. Wow, yeah, two campuses now, and maybe a third not too far off. So, wow, yeah, exciting mm. stuff. Yeah, yeah, a lot going on. Yeah. yeah, a lot going on for a retired person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've always heard that retired people say they've never been so busy in their lives, and I, I get that on some level. I'm serving a church now, and uh, just out of Hot Springs. Yeah, uh, other side of Hot Springs, and. Um, we just started with them, so yeah. they're good so for me. That, and so that's going to be a like a kind of a semi full time job for you, or well, you know, it's, it's part time. It's a small church. It, it's part time ministry, but part time ministry, you know, is doesn't exist. It's, it's doesn't really exist. not part time. No. You know, full well. I, I know, know you do. And and, and I so, know I know preachers don't retire. It will keep you they busy. They just don't. But yeah, I had served another church before, and now I've got this one, and I've only been with them. Well, I actually started the first Sunday of July, and um, but because of things with Kathy, I've, I've only yeah. been there for two Sundays now. So. so we really didn't give him a real good introduction. We we said we're here with Chuck. So for people that don't know, Chuck Huffman is well, we a nineteen seventy hours on five nineteen seventy five Hooks graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> he was my baseball coach through a uh, little league and pony league. He was a baseball commissioner in Hooks, Texas, for a while. Uh, pastor, um, just so many things that he's done. 
coached my middle sister on the Ladybugs, maybe one of the worst <laughs> softball teams ever I've heard. I, I don't know. Uh, that, that's well, Dana, Dana's memory of it was she was bad, at least. So I don't know. But anyway, I mean, we were okay. I don't mean to say that. My daughter's going to watch this, so I'm going to say we were pretty good. Uh, no, not the great best, name. Pretty good. It's a great name. Ladybug for good. We had a fun time. So Chuck, we know you you came to you came to Hooks, and you're a part of the show. But tell us the reason why you're why you're actually here. We we know um, Kathy passed. So yeah. tell us kind of what's yeah. going on there. Well, so um, so yeah, Kathy passed away. Um, I'm sorry. It's okay. She passed away uh, July the eleventh. After fighting cancer for 16 years, um, the last four were pancreatic cancer, um, and it was really brain cancer that, that got her in the end, but my goodness, what a fighter, what a warrior um, she was through all of it. We were going back and forth to Houston every two weeks for chemotherapy, and sometimes more often than that for treatments and um, doctor visits and other things, so... Um, you know, the sideline there was we had two grandkids that lived in Houston, so that helped make it worth our while too. But uh, anyway, um, she fought so hard, and, and, you know, other than the fact she didn't have any hair, a lot of people would never know there was anything wrong with her. She just had such a positive spirit yeah. through it all, and, um, and that helped all of us, you know, do well. Um, we took advantage of that time. It was right, I retired early because of her pancreatic cancer diagnosis, um, when you know you've only got a certain amount of time left, you want to spend it with the person that you love most. And yeah. so we were able to um, to travel. She loved to travel, and so we were able to travel. We saw all 52 state parks in Arkansas in the first year we were there. Uh, Try to get to one. Yeah, I've seen uh, those updates yep. on Facebook. Those yep. were cool. Yep, it was really a neat experience. It helped us get familiar with Arkansas, and then we did. Um, Goodness, we went to Glacier National Park uh, was one of our trips. We went to the Great Lakes for another trip, um, New England for another trip. Um, anyway, just did a lot of traveling together. Uh, even through her illness, she would have a chemo treatment in Houston. We would leave from there to go on a trip. Wow. And we'd come right back there for her, her next treatment. That's just her spirit. She was just, um, she was up for it. And yeah. so, so we did. And... Um, you know, um, you know, I miss her like crazy, and um, that's kind of hard. But I'm so very happy that she is cancer free. Yeah. Um, she is forever healed and whole, and forever at home. Yeah. Um, in the presence of our Lord, uh, rejoicing. And I don't know if they sing songs like they do here uh, in heaven, but cancer took a good part of her voice for a while and um that's not a problem anymore yeah she's singing with full voice and i'm praising god for that so so you came in though to to well to honor her and and to honor uh, her memory too to, yeah. to, uh, I, I love hooks we both did yeah. uh, and do um and uh we loved our years in high school and we'll talk about that some um some of the best years of our life but i, I don't mean to Everything since has been great too. Um, Fifty years with Kathy Ann, and um, I wouldn't change a thing. Um, it was an amazing life, and um, we just enjoyed it to the full together. And so, I just wanted to share a little bit about that, uh, a little bit about our love and memories of Hooks. Um, time played football and sports, and her in the band, and yeah. um, 
Anyway, just those kinds of things. Well, now, who, who did you donate to her? Is it a bass clarinet? Yeah, I just dropped it off at the band hall before I came here. Yeah. Uh, T. John has been wonderful to work with us for her memorial services, and we had two of them, one in Texarkana and one in Houston, because through my time as a pastor, we spent a great deal of time in Houston and, and had a lot of friends there, and, yeah. and so we tried to make it convenient for everybody. But anyways, in lieu of flowers, we asked for people to make donations to the high school band, uh, Hooks High School uh. Band. And uh, I think he told me today that they they have right around fourteen hundred dollars that they received in donations. They're going to buy a new, really, um, I think, kind of high tech clarinet for the band. And uh, then Kathy had her bass clarinet, that, not the one from back then, but we had, uh, right. bought, I bought her used one years ago, and and she played in a little uh, concert band for a while. And anyway, I brought it and donated it today to the band too. He was very uh, appreciative, very gracious about that's it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So uh, we've got, we showed you questions, but yeah. the thing is, Chuck, is that there's so much more mm -hmm. to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to share something with you. I told Chris, I didn't know if I, want, I was going to or not. Uh, I'm going to just wreck the party. You know, it's already kind of emotional right now. I'm just going to throw it in yeah, there and let's just wreck everything. So, <laughs> Um, we were talking a little bit about uh, just about you yesterday on our, our uh, uh, you know just just about talking to you today and just different things um, and I, I will tell you well funny wise I don't know if you know this but like I think you you were one of my dad's top five favorite people in the world and, and he had Chuck Huffman's story after Chuck Huffman's story uh that that uh, he shared and and just you know loved it loved you, but I want you to know that uh, uh, because you mentioned a while ago. I mean, I've, I've been in ministry twenty something years now, um, and uh, uh, it was actually Philip's funeral. I want you to know this because we were talking about the idea of how in the world you did that and you did an amazing job in a terrible situation. But um, there were two things I, I remember from that day. The first one is I remember sitting there as a 18 year old kid who had just graduated thinking, I don't ever want to have to be up there doing stuff like that. Now I laugh at that now because the irony is, is that's been my, my life pretty much, you know, since then. Right. Um, but the other thing was Chuck, that was the first time I ever questioned my own faith. Hmm. Um, it was the first time where, in my mind, I had to ask myself, you know, I know a lot of answers to a lot of questions because that's because Judy Cochran was a great Sunday school teacher, great Sunday school teacher pouring into kids. But is this faith mine or is this, is this just what I know, you know? And that was the first time, and it was probably about a year, about eight or ten months later is when I actually got saved, uh, and that was after Jody and Solon died, uh, because again it it forces you, it forces sure. you as an eighteen year old kid to to realize I may not live forever. That's amazing. I may yeah. not live as long as I think yeah. I'm going to be, which is forever, right? But that was the very first time, Chuck. I want you to know, in, in a situation where I can't remember a word you said, but I can remember. I can remember thinking, 
there wasn't a better person to do it. Mm. There wasn't a better person to be in that situation to have to stand there for, for, for Keith and Pam and, and, and Chris, uh, you know, and the, and the rest of the family and friends and, and all, you know, than, than you. Uh, but it was the first time, like I said, where, where, well, where God said, you know, that I can remember a tugging mm-hmm. saying, hey, you're not who you think you are. Mm-hmm. You, you're yeah. not who you think you are. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I just want you to know that. I want you to know that's something I've never forgotten. I think that was uh, a hard experience. I won't oh, yeah. lie about it. It was first, really the first funeral I'd done. And so, yeah. um, and, and the blessing in that was the relationship that the Keith and family and, yeah. you know, us, all of us had built together yeah. uh, and in the church, in the little Red Lick um, Methodist Church there. Um, and through that, I watched Philip. I was there when he was baptized. I, I was since standing there with him and um, and, and kind of helped lead him into that process. Yeah. I, I was there when we were having a big fellowship get together at the church, and all the little kids—I mean, little kids—were playing basketball as best they could. And who was the who was the big kid out there with them? Philip Burble. Yeah. And um, it, you know, he was real popular. Um, everybody loved him. He could have been talking and visiting with anybody, but he chose to be out there with those little yep. kids and uh, having a good time with them. And it just said so much about who he was. Yep. And I've not, I've not met anybody more genuine. Yeah, you know, uh, I've just not met anybody that was more genuine yeah. than him. Yeah. So, uh, and then, what was it? A few years later, you really you 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 oversaw a truly sad event for for Christy. You you. You know, you did her and Chris's wedding, which has been which has been torture uh, for her since for a long time. Uh, I mean, she, uh, uh, I, I, have you ever heard the phrase preachers talk about? You know, the idea that uh, you know you rejoice at a funeral and, and cry at a wedding. You know, the, the and I think we we've uh, we've all uh, of course we've we've tried to help Christy and we you know, but there's just not a whole lot. I mean, she she continues to stay in. Uh, she's uh, a glutton for punishment. <laughs> uh, no doubt, man. She, I, yeah, I'm married up. No doubt. Well, when I'm all three of his kids are talented like her, <laughs> none of them, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, it, the, another blessing of, um, I mean, I, I love, love Little League Baseball. I've been watching the World Series on yeah. my word. It's yeah. just so fun to watch. I'd rather watch that than Major League Baseball at any time. And, um, and, and and the relationships built from that. Uh, your dad, I just love your dad. I roll over to the ball field, you know, getting before uh, coming here. Uh, just sat there for a little while looking out on the field and, and yeah. remembering times together. And your dad was just so great to well, work with everybody. And he here. only stopped because he couldn't see. He said, I don't want to say the wrong name for some oh, kid. Because, you know, he tried. To, he yeah. always wanted them to feel yeah. like a big leader, big yeah. leaguer. He said, so I'm worried that I'm going to say the wrong name. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you something else. He won't say it, but I'll tell you. Uh, you and Keith Birdwell, you know, picking kids up and going and doing, you know, kids that, that, that didn't have what I had and didn't have what Eric had is the reason that he does what he does. I mean, he, he would... It was never a, well, I mean, God, he'd pull up, uh, and this will be the last nice thing I say to him or about him for a while, so it's okay. Uh, you know, when my son played for him, and um, you know, he'd pull up, and there'd 
five kids, you know, climb out of his out of his car and then pile back in after because that's you know that's what he saw. That's what he had to him was was those guys yeah. you know that that poured into him and that's what that's what he's yeah. done. So um, he'd never say that, but that's just the truth. I was so. uh, I was blessed with a job and schedule that allowed yeah. me to do that kind of thing. Uh, but I loved it. I loved yeah. uh, it. And my dad did that for us when we were kids. I remember going out and picking, going out and picking up kids that played on my little league team, yeah. too. Um, so it was part of who I am, I guess. But um, but I loved it. I do remember uh, since since Chris is now the, you know, AD here, I think it, you know, I'll throw this in. I, I would teach kids the capitals, the state capitals. Uh, one of the things I could remember from school is I would teach them the names of the state capitals and I would quiz them on the way to and from practices. And um, Connecticut was always the one. And Keith would always say, Hartsford, you throw an S in there. And I just would give him a hard time about it. I just, just a memory that I had. I thought it was wonderful. Uh, but I bet he remembers it to this day uh, that, that Hartford is the capital. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I can remember great memories. one of y'all's runs y'all made riding with Keith in the red Ford Ford probe. Um, and I, I was never so excited to watch a game because I was thankful to be out of that car uh, and, and, and survive the trip there. He drove um, the mess out of that I'm going to tell you, on, on one, one occasion, I don't know if we were, it was getting on the interstate or if it was some kind of a, it was some kind of a four lane road. It might not have been interstate because I think we were going to Mineola, but it was some Mineola, kind of, yep. Well, we were in the left lane, and the exit's over here, um, and we made the exit, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I just remember, just there, Lord, get me out of here, you know. Just, but it was it was exciting. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there were no dull moments with, with well, Keith yeah, Burton. That's exactly right. We okay. had a, a lot of laughs and just a great time. Yeah. Um, with those kids and wouldn't take for any of it. It was it was a blast. We had a really so we kind of led into. A question that we have, or you know, some information. So, do we have to talk about the Apaches? Yeah. So do let's talk, talk about, about let's talk Apaches. about little league baseball and the Hooks Apaches. Tell, tell us, uh, well, give us some memories about that. <laughs> so, um, so the the Apache coaching the Apaches was a uh, just uh, a real blessing. And so, what kind of led up to that is when when our kids were playing pee wee ball, uh, Keith and I were rival coaches at the time. And um, and we got to talking one day out under the shade trees there at the ball field. Well, we both love this, and we're both invested in this. Why not, you know, let's get our teams together, our teams yeah. together here, and let's have a really good team and a good time. And um, before that, I might not have ever thought that would happen, but having that conversation and laughing together and visiting together, it came together, and that's really how our lives and our families came together well, and our faith, too. And so. isn't, that, isn't that part of the really cool thing about Keith Burble is that if you didn't really know him, you just thought a big, scary guy. <laughs> but that I was yeah. never scared playing for Keith, yeah. I mean, for the Tigers. Yeah. He, he coached, you know, the last, the last, my second, third year, he was one of the coaches, and I was never scared playing for him. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 I mean, and you couldn't have found a bigger, tougher guy. But he just wasn't. He wasn't what what his heart was as big as he was. You better believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when y'all decided, but he did to, have <clears throat> he did have a mean streak. Well, because there was times when the hook you go to the hooks Apache's practice and the entire infield <laughs> will be crying. 
So that would happen. They could do that. <laughs> maybe, maybe our Tiger team was a little better. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we so. just didn't put him through that. Or right. we had Jimmy Cochran, so we were crying for different. You know, yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, what about when, when y'all did decide to get together? Yeah. Did you did you know we're going to go and we're going to take this team? Yeah, we because, knew well. I mean, he was an Apache. That was his. So was, was it? Was it a? So, you know, yeah. let's let's take the toughest challenge probably ever in Hooks Little League history. You know, because my dad coached that team before I started playing, <laughs> and the stories he would tell me, you know, that that they had kids that didn't know what leggings were, where they went, didn't know how to hold the bat, didn't know. Uh, I mean, I think I've told this story on the. On our one of our early podcasts, but I'm gonna tell it again. Well, so there's thirty something episodes. So yeah, yeah. So when I was seven and eight, I played for the Bears for Peanut Campbell, and then when I was nine, we moved to Texarkana. So it and I lived on the Arkansas side, and in Texarkana, Arkansas, at Hobo Jungle, they played boys slow pitch softball. So I went to try out, didn't know, just thought it was baseball, and they're throwing underhanded, and I'm like. Yeah, I'm not doing this because <laughs> you don't do this, right? So then I lived there for a year and then I moved back. Well, when I moved back, I had missed the tryout. And I'm not sure how how I found out. Um, I, I'm guessing maybe y'all might have called my grandma. So we didn't have a phone, so I'm not sure how I found out what team I was going to be on. But I remember my dad saying, Hey, uh, you're going to be on the, the Apaches. Well, when I was eight, I got picked up to play for the Apaches in the nine, 10, 11 year old tournament. And I was the best player on the team as an eight year old. And we like, I pitched both <laughs> games in the tournament and we got drove. Wait, and- so did you, did you almost Eli Manning it and say, yeah, I'll just wait for the supplemental. That's what I'm, I'm, so I'm like mad. I'm like, no, I'm on the Apaches. They suck. <laughs> now, obviously that didn't happen. See, and I have a totally different view of it. I just figure, I mean, you know, the Apaches were the were the you know, recruited better than Pleasant Grove recruits now for their for their football program. It was one, of, you know, that's just how it was, right, Chuck? We we did. No, no, <laughs> no. Y'all brought y'all brought. Uh, uh, well, even as young kids, you know, when when I was I was would have been what eleven when when Philip was was ten as a, as a you know starting out, um, and they weren't uh, uh, I don't think they won the whole league that year, but it was like, oh, this is a different team. Hmm. Okay, this they is a little bit different than they, what I was used they to. They still weren't real good. I remember. I think. Here's no, but stories. they won games. They and did that win was, some games. And that was like a new thing for the previous hope, 10 years. Yeah. But they won games. I talked to Randy Taylor about this, and he said that year that Keith basically, hey, we're getting better, but you wait till next year. He he was telling those Randy yeah. and Philip and those guys that were a little bit older than us, like, yeah. hey, next yeah. year it's going to yeah. be different. Well, have you heard? I don't know if you ever listened to this show. I mean, I, I've, I've heard some. Okay. Of your well, I've, in my mind, there's a timeline. And it's the pre, you know, Birdwell, Huffman, Apaches, mm-hmm. and then there's the post Birdwell, mm-hmm. you know, Huffman, Apaches. And mm-hmm. it's a it's a distinct timeline 
where things changed, you know, in in, in western part of Hooks, Texas. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but well, what, uh, no, well, well, for us it wasn't good, okay. but it was kind of like when all these Red Lake kids came on this one yeah. team, and then it just, you yeah. know, it was never the same, boy, well, in the best way for you know, yeah, and, and and we had some good players, yeah. But the team just gelled together. I mean, yep. everybody came together, and, and Keith was a big part of that. I like to believe I was, too. But just trying to encourage the team concept, and uh, everybody pretty well bought into it and um, and played to the best of their abilities, I think. And um, he, he can rag on himself all he wants to. He was a pretty darn good baseball player, too. Um, so... Um, uh, I, I, it thrills my heart to hear later after the fact when Chris says things like, well, you made a difference in my life. And um, goodness knows that's always what we hope we're doing yeah. in the middle of yeah. a hot summer practice. We don't know for sure if we're getting through, but I mean, uh, but to know that we actually had some effect and some positive effect on people's lives is um, yeah. what a blessing. What a blessing. Yeah. And we had a good time doing it. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, real quick, the the homeless looking dog is my dog. Sorry, um, I don't know what she's doing. Uh, she's she likes Chuck, yeah. and Chuck, yeah, if, yeah. if if you if she is welcome to get in your car and go if you want to, that, that, that's my opinion. Real quick, but but the poor little homeless looking dog is my my dog. But she does <laughs> like you a lot. You're gonna be embarrassed, aren't you? Um, anyway, so ahead. so obviously <laughs> where are you going? I played on the Apaches in 89, 90, and 91. Yep. And that's we had three really good years. Three totally different teams every year. Which one? We won first place in our league each year. The first year in 89, we got third place in district. In 90, we got second place in district. And then in 91, we won district and went to state. Which one of those teams do you think was better? Not, I mean, obviously... One team went to state and the others didn't, yeah. but that don't necessarily mean one of them's better. Do you think one of them was better than the other? Well, um, that's a hard question. And uh, sort of hard to separate for me because some of it played, you know, overlap yeah. from one team to the next. Uh, I would say probably, though we went further in 91, I'm not so sure that the 90 team wasn't better. I think uh, that, um, that's what that was my pick was the yeah, the ninety team. Yeah. We were we were undefeated all the way through the season until yeah, the district yeah. tournament, and we were. But they're both really close. I mean, it it wasn't a huge difference. Um, both really good teams, and just great to even be a spectator, let alone be a part of that. Yeah. Uh, and I I do want to say a word too. Uh, we talked about Kathy a little bit. She was the consummate coach's wife. I mean, she was there. Every she, ball game kept the books for us as the kind of team mom home, too. Team mom, yeah. So uh, I'm glad you said that because I'm, I'm I had a, a I had a thought that I was going to bring this subject up. So when we went to state in '91, um, that's the that's the big memory I have of Kathy is her and Pam. I, I'm assuming y'all were y'all were at work. They gathered up a bunch of us players and we went around to businesses and we went uh, asking for donations I one that I remember is going into Albertsons and they're like hey can you help us Albertsons on state line and they're like yeah we'll give you you know waters or whatever it was and then we went to the I think it's called the L Chaparral trailer park oh, yeah. over there so, yeah. we went walking through there asking for donations and stuff and it was 
I can't remember who all was, what all the group of kids was there, but there was five or six of us, and we just spent a whole day um, going and, yeah. and getting donations yeah. to get us to state yeah. tournaments. So. Did y'all have the candy bars or, or the remember the cleaning supplies they had oh, to sell for Little League? Yeah, so we didn't do that. At, we didn't do that to, to get no, the that state. That was regular stuff. Yeah. So I've googled Dricks and it doesn't exist. Well, there's no teller. No, I don't remember doing Dricks when we were in these white white bottles of, of it was a I cleaning. I do not remember that. It was probably more, you know, chemicals that it we didn't need. <laughs> so I don't it, was, remember. it was a white bottle with blue labeling, yeah, and, then and then a white bottle with red, red labeling. Yeah. And that's what we did as our fundraiser. I know uh, when I was on the Bears, and wow. it was called Drix. But I've Googled Drix, and I can't find huh. any, any information about it. It was literally like working for Amway. Except I don't know why we'd have sold anything but chocolate. Yeah. That you couldn't, exactly. you couldn't sell enough chocolate. Yeah, exactly. But cleaning supplies. Yeah. Yeah, I remember selling. I couldn't remember if it, it ever happened with the boys, but with the girls, when softball team, she did the same thing with the softball team when Chas was playing ball, you know, team mom and all that. And I remember somewhere we were playing not too far from Austin. She took the kids to the state capitol. Wow. Um, I mean. She knew that some of those kids would never get there, yep, and yep. so she wanted to make sure they had the opportunity. It's it just that's who she was. And well, we loved doing. We we went to Austin and we went to UT after we got beat out of in Colleen. We okay, y'all okay. took us there. Okay, and I can't remember if we. Did they hate you? Yeah, no right, no <laughs> doubt. Um, I, I was thinking she took y'all. Yeah. Um, we, we all went, but yeah. I think she's the one who organized it and made it happen. Yeah, that was. I'm definitely what to the state capital because I think I know you and Keith. I'm thinking they definitely organized most yeah. of these things oh, that yeah. were organized. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, my question, guys, this is a good one. Um, if you could put a number, how much would? And we'll just we'll just use the name from today. Okay, how much would HYSA owe y'all from from a uh, Receipts and whatever uh, you know, just from from everything you did and, and what you know, because I mean, it was like having what ten other you know boys in the family, pretty much. Well, I, I um, had no idea how much two point three million. Maybe I don't a, care. I know. I know. It was um, it was some of the best years of our yeah. lives. Um, I mean, we lived at the ball field. I was the I was the commissioner. Yeah. Of, assistant commissioner of the girls. Um, league when Diana Melton was the commissioner and then uh, took over the boys league uh, when Eric, when Eric started playing peewee ball yeah. and um, so commissioner and assistant commissioner there I was uh, in our hooks saw our, our church softball league I was the commissioner there and playing and coaching and uh, and then you know coaching our kids too I mean we stayed at the ball field all the time I don't readily admit this to anyone but I think it's safe here um, we got home one night and we didn't have Eric and Kathy thought I had him and I thought she had him and, and got literally got to the house and, and called back to the ball field because you know it's a family affair Kathy's mom and her stepdad were working still in the concession stand yeah. and, and they rounded Eric up for us and brought him home but so I'm sure there's a sermon out there where he's, he's yeah, used yeah. that there has yeah. to be yeah, has sure to be too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I had a similar situation but I actually so we had a tournament at, at the Little League Park, and I was running it, and we had 
teams on every field. And uh, I guess around one o'clock, my wife comes up to me and says, hey. I guess. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> hey, I'm going to take the boys. The boys were little. I'm going to take the boys. Because she had, I think, I think, if I'm not mistaken, she had a baby shower or something that she had to go to in town. And she says, I'm going to take the boys. And so she takes the boys. Well, when the tournament gets over with, I had no recollection of like that. Like eight conference. hours later. Long, it's 11 <laughs> o'clock at night now, 12 o'clock at night. And I'm losing it. I'm like looking for the boys. I'm, I'm, I've got people looking for the boys. And I'm, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to call my wife and say I can't find my kids. So finally I'm like, hey, I'm here. The tournament's over and I can't find my kids. And she's like, Chris. I came and got the kids at like one o'clock. I can't. I walked up to you and said, "I'm yeah. taking the boys." Yeah. I, I have no memory of that yeah. conversation. Yeah. So something similar. Similar. Yeah, I get it. And and I, you know, there are times where we said, "Well, we're just spending too much time at the ball field," or you know, just we need to take a break or whatever. But we loved it and uh, loved being around not just our kids and our team, but all of them. And it was just a wonderful well, experience. Well, you know. We, all these things that we talk about don't happen without y'all. Well, without, I mean, you, with, Kathy, with people, Jack. Yeah, know, not you, you in particular. Yeah. No, when people, I say y'all, I mean exactly. y'all, the people in our yeah, lives, yeah. you know, as yeah. kids. Yeah. They just don't happen. Yeah. You know. So um, you mentioned being the commissioner. Yeah. So I've, I've been the president and T-ball commissioner and Hooks. What, was it Was it hard back then as it is now with getting phone calls about people being upset did, did was that tell us about that in the in the yeah. late 80s early 90s yeah. i don't i don't know that uh that kind of vocal dissension was all that prevalent then it happened it was harder for them to tell the world right yeah, yeah it was yeah, harder for them to tell the world a little bit harder <laughs> but uh but you're right social media and other things have uh, have played into that and and really the whole sort of political climate and environment that we live in has made it a lot easier and given people permission to say things that they wouldn't have said before and and uh, out loud and so are in company they wouldn't have said and, to Keith <laughs> well yeah exactly so um it, it was easier I think then, yeah, I think honestly, so. in that regard it's so. maybe harder in some other ways but I think it was easier in that way I, I forgot that I meant to say we also ran the concession stand so that was a Another thing, uh, I mean, we lived at the ballpark, um, and you know, maybe, maybe we would have vacationed more and done some other things. But um, I wouldn't take for the times that we had, and I don't think our yeah. kids would. I don't think they ever yeah. felt slighted by well, any of that. So. Don't you think then you had to you had to have the ability to actually talk to somebody? Oh yeah, and and yeah. you know, and when I say that, I mean, you know. Uh, it's a lot easier, you know, to, to type to in. And I mean, even yeah. it could even, a, even a text. And even if it's not a, a, a fighting type text, but it's a lot easier to just say, yeah. instead of the ability to, to talk and discuss, you know, a question, yeah. it's not always have to be a, a, an argument, but a question about, it just seems like yeah. uh, that was definitely yeah. a difference. Yeah, a different um, time. I, I can remember my dad only explaining when I was around. Now, the, the, this is the the three hundred and forty five times I heard it just when mm-hmm. I was around. Uh, what the six ball rule was, because hmm. somebody would always get upset about six ball rule. Well, 
you you just have to play pee wee ball and hooks to understand what the six ball rule is. So, but he had to explain that every yeah. time. Yeah. So, yeah. but he didn't even all the stuff he was around for. I've got all the the plaques, the things that that, and you probably were in charge of some of those. Well, so some that were his. Some yeah. of it. Um, uh, I can remember him. He would always tell me he was like he said. I am not going to be the head of this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm. Uh, he said, "I will come and do whatever someone else tells me to do." But I, he, yeah. he said, "I don't want to be in charge of it because that's a different level of headache." Well, so it, it is. I I will say you talked about you know y'all and the difference that y'all made. But I had a lot of great stuff modeled for me as a kid. Yeah. Uh, people that coached and yeah. people that managed and ran things. I saw when I was at the ballpark earlier in Noble Shepherd Park, and the Noble Shepherd and my dad were just mm-hmm. you know. Good friends worked together, yeah. and um, and kids played ball together, and all of that, and just saw so many good things modeled yeah. in all of that. It just becomes a part of who you are. And we had Roger on about a month or two ago, mm-hmm. and he talked about his dad and talked about yeah. talked about that the, the backstop for the for Dad's field, the Lily field, it, you know, was 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 made. You know that that's the original. You know that they made that, moved it over yeah. there, assembled it. You know. Yeah. Uh, just that's they built they stuff constructed I didn't it know. in East Hook. Some guy that he knew that welded constructed wow. it in East Hook. I didn't know that story. They yeah. drug it to the park and just Very set cool. it up, yeah. and it's the same one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it probably it's probably built better than anything else out there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. One of my one of my favorite things Dad always told me, and and you can dispute this now because he can't argue. Okay, he said you held a record out there for for being thrown out. Okay. Uh, right, in right. in the most in 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 different capacities, whether it was coach, spectator, uh, you know, maybe even president or or, or you know the it, it, any truth to this or because so, like I said, he can't dispute it. So I I've been thrown out of games. <laughs> I don't ever remember being thrown out of a game at the Lily Field, but I've been thrown out of games. Um, you were just passionate. I was thrown out of some soft, church softball games. Church softball games. How was that? I was passionate. Hey, hey. I, listen, I'm going to say this because I, I need to say this. Um, um, we all have regrets in our past. Oh, hey, you're talking to the choir this, here. But, uh, but I mean this because I, um, I didn't always model the behavior that I should have modeled for the kids. Yeah. Um, even if I was arguing a call that I thought went and should have gone our way that didn't, and that's usually what it was. Um, but I didn't model the best behavior at well, times. And, and I hate that. Um, I mean, that's something that I don't look back on fondly, but, um, you know, I'm just as sorry as I can be about it, but, um, I also can't live life looking in the rearview mirror. Well, I was going to say, don't, um, don't misunderstand our joking about no, it. No, I know, I know. Those but, are, those but, are some of my favorite things. Well, I mean, I mean, to be honest, what was the, you know. It, it did happen. I don't remember Getting thrown out as a spectator here ever, or in even in the church softball league, but and there's anyway, you know anyway. dad's stories. There's always a chance yeah, yeah. that you know there, yeah, there was yeah. you know uh, I, I liberty in dad's stories. I did. I remember after I got saved. This is real funny. Uh, deciding you know, I hadn't played hadn't played since like pony league. You know, so I want to play church softball first assembly because they were good. They had all you know. It took about five minutes to learn. Church softball is not exactly let's all hold hands and sing kumbaya <laughs> and everybody have a great game. We love not at not at Leary first. Baptist oh my church. goodness! <laughs> there was I was more tense and uptight than any little league game I ever played in. Yeah, church yeah. softball. Yeah, more pressure. 
And I was like, yeah, I'm too fat and slow to be, to be good at this. this, this the, my, my time has passed, but well, I, I, I was done with that pretty quick. I, again, thankful for my wife. Uh, she endured me through that time and some anger issues that I dealt with in those years. And um, I don't mean to say they don't bubble up every now and then still. But uh, thanks be to God that uh, he guided me through that time too. And um, I'm in a much better place in my relationship with him. So was your... And, yeah, what's your? I, I remember you having a knee injury. Was that from softball or was that from work? all three? <laughs> church, from softball? church softball. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I remember you. Yeah. From time yeah. to time, you have a brace and yeah. stuff on. For three summers in a row, yeah, I spent half the season in in some kind of a cast. Mm. And my doctor finally said, you know, you might want to take up golf. And so, um, <laughs> I hung up softball shortly after that. But, I'm not any good at golf. So. I have a knee injury from uh, co-ed softball, so mm, yeah, I know it all too well. Chris yeah. is legendary. Uh, <laughs> he, he he retired before, like about the time I came back. So I don't really, I don't get to be a part. But he's legendary uh, at this co-ed softball stuff, or or, or the the slow pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I played a lot of competitive softball. So now there's lots of stories. I hadn't found a whole lot. People back these up a lot, but there's lots of stories out there. You know, so yeah. Who knows? Who knows? So we're gonna switch gears a little bit, okay? Because it's it's football season, and we got to talk yeah. about football. And yes, indeed. I mean, we got we got a legend here who played with Billy Sims. I played with a legend. Yeah, I'll say <laughs> played in a state final. Yeah. So tell yeah. us tell us about playing football in the late seventies for the Hornets or the early seventies for the Hornets and playing with Billy Sims. Tell us about that. Well, I mean, what a sort of magical time that was. Um, I mean, I, I love football. I love watching my brothers play football. I, I played in the yard all the time. Um, played in the neighborhood all the time. Loved football. and my favorite sport. And then when Billy came along, I mean, it was just at the right time for, for me, for our class and the class above us. Um, and, and I guess the one below that we got to enjoy mm-hmm. football at another level. Um, we, uh, I, I think uh, those were some, I, everybody looks back, I think, on their high school years, um, either had a great experience or maybe not so great. But, but for me, it was wonderful. And it wasn't all about football, but it was a lot about that too. Yeah. Um, it was just an awesome, awesome time. And to have and to play on that team, and though we weren't anticipated to go beyond district even, uh, to go all the way to the state final was um, just incredible. I mean, such great memories from that. Um, loved it. Absolutely loved it. And, you know, we're not there without Billy. There's no doubt about it. Now, was Keith on that team? Keith was Keith was behind me, so I didn't play with him. Okay. So maybe my senior year, I didn't play my senior year, but maybe the se- my senior year, Keith would have been on the team then. then. Okay. Um, I'll tell you who, who was on the team, and that um, um, kind of gets lost in the mix of things sometimes. But you remember one of those tragic days in Hooks was when the three, uh, the three boys were, were killed, Devin Mitchell and um, – Randy Newton and Robert Evans, Robert Evans, all three were on that team that went to the state final and were, you know, starters on that team. Some of them two-way starters. Um, and it's really sad that, you know, 
we we lost all of them yeah. in that horrible accident. But um, but great memories from that time and from those games. Um, Brent Ramage. Brent Ramage. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you a Brent Ramage story real quick. Yeah. Brent, I'm sorry, bud. I just got to tell this. <laughs> so you know we'd always watch the game film the next day, and um, and so the Rockwall game, which was Billy's biggest game ever, we'd beat Rockwall. It's, it's amazing to me to think when I drive through Rockwall today yeah, we folks yeah. played Rockwall, but yes. we did in the regionals. And, and so they had a big running back, uh, just a bruiser, and um, and he ran all over us. They scored 35 points, but we scored 45. And Billy was responsible pretty directly for 36 of those 45 points, as I remember, but he rushed for 381 yards in that game. Best play of the game was a sweep to the right, 28 sweep, I believe, and off he went, and, and then he reversed field and went all the way around to the other side of the field. Well, in that time, Brent ends up behind Billy, and every move that Billy made, Brent made the same move right behind him, <laughs> all, the way, all the way down the field. And Coach just really ribbed him about that, not getting in front and blocking for him, but he just you know, was making the same cuts. He could have been a running back, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Brent was the center, I believe, for our team, as I'm remembering. Um, anyway, it, it was a great time. Uh, now, now a lot of people said, oh, look, I brought pictures, so. Visuals. Yes, please, please show them. aids. So these are uh, things that, some of this is stuff that Kathy put together. This is our, um, this was our team picture, and then it was made into this poster. Yeah. I don't know who did that, put all that together. I don't know. But I, I wound uh, up with one and, and donated it to, to yeah, Chris. Chris yeah. has it now. But that one is a much better, better. looking. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been better. kept. And uh, what I liked about it was like they had all the scores from our games, even though yeah. whoever put this together was a little biased because uh, we actually lost to U Springs and, uh, in our last district game. We, we had wrapped district up, but we lost that game. They show it as us winning 37-34. It was just the opposite. Okay. We lost. They upset us. Um, but what I do want to say is what I was kind of proud of. You bet we're not there without Billy Sims, and he was amazing, amazing. And I love Billy, great guy, and just um, you know, we were all a team together. He wasn't cocky, some you know, look at me. Yeah, we just had a great time together on that team, and and really had that that sense of camaraderie and togetherness and anyway it was just a great experience but people sometimes say well you know but but you know y'all were just riding on Billy's shoulders well sort of we were but I want people to know that in the playoffs we played Winsboro whose toughest game we played really in the playoffs was the bi-district game when we beat Winsboro 13 to 7 that was a nail biter and it was just grind 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 the whole time but then we played. Uh, then we played Rockwall, and that was crazy. Forty-five, thirty-five. Uh, then we played Alvarado, beat them twenty-eight-six. Then we played Alpine, beat them twenty-one to nothing. I guess what I'm trying to say in that is, look at the scores on defense. the defense, except for Rockwall, who scored yeah. thirty-five against us. Yeah. Nobody scored more than seven against us in those first four playoff games. So, of course, I was playing on defense. So I'm going to brag on the defense a little bit. But we did have a pretty solid defense uh, to that point. Um, Alpine had been scoring like 60 points a game. And wow. We shut them out. And I, I'm, I'm amazed by it. I'm thrilled by it, but amazed by it. But anyway, uh, and then the Friendswood game. And again, I can't believe we played Friendswood back then, but we did. And um, 
you know, had things gone just a little differently, and there's an article about it here. I'm gonna set this over here so I can show you these. These are uh, these are articles that were written about the games, and this one was one that uh, was this Johnny Green. I can't remember. Yeah, Johnny Green. Mm. I thought it was um, that Hooks falls 17 yards shy of the state championship, and so we ended the game with us on the, the two yard line. Tim Hicks got tackled on the two yard line a long pass play, uh, but then. Billy had run for a first down, down to the eight-yard line, and we tried throwing the ball. It was intercepted in the end zone. That really changed the game, too. So there were just several things like that that could have turned the game the other way. But I'm uh, still proud we were there, still proud of the fight that we put up, even though we fell fell short in the game. But So there's 17 yards. pictures from that. And then this is pictures of kind of leading up to the state championship game, all of the press – uh, stuff from the Gazette, pictures of the team at practice. They came out and took pictures while we were practicing and, and talking to the coaches and kind of that kind of thing. Uh, all kind of neat memories that, that we have. And so getting so, that much press time back then was a, a oh, big, deal. big deal. Big deal. You know, now everybody gets press time, right? Yeah, yeah. But back then it was you had, right, you, had right. to do you, did, you did. You did, and because uh, there were just you know, a few sports riders and they couldn't get around to everybody. We were going into that season, as I'll never forget this, we were picked, I think, fourth in our district. Uh, Linda Kildare was picked second in the state at the beginning of the season. Uh, Pewitt, as I remember, was picked ninth in the state. They were both in our district. Yeah. And those were huge district games for us. And uh, we were fortunate that, as I'm remembering this at least, we played both of those games at home and uh, and, and up, upset them. Um, the Linden game, I'm trying to remember, I think it was 19 to 12 is what I remember was the final score. Um, that we shut them down to 12 points was pretty uh, impressive too, I think. And then the, the, the use, I mean the uh, Pewitt game, I think it was like 28 to 19 or something like that. But um, those were toward the end of the district season. And when we beat, beat those two, we pretty much had the district wrapped up, and it didn't matter so much that we lost to U Springs, though nobody was happy about that. Yeah. But we, it uh, um, maybe it was good for us to lose that game before we went into the playoffs. But um, anyway, just an incredible year and lots of great memories from it. Oh, I'd be remiss if I didn't, since my wife was in the band and a majorette, if I don't show some pictures of the band and really say uh, about this. Y'all asked me starting out why I was here. Yeah. And, and a big part of the reason for me was to say, I'll get through with all the majorette pictures here in a minute, but there's the majorettes. And this is a band picture that really was the year before, but I, the only high school band picture I have of all the band. Kathy is in there somewhere. She wasn't a, a majorette. Kids in the band. So it was a large band. band. Was a lot of kids in the band. A lot of kids in the band then, absolutely. Um, but, you know, they worked hard. Too, and, and they were there supporting us, encouraging us at every single game. Cheerleaders, pep squad, the whole bit. Our fans, oh my word, we thought we had a great group of fans until we saw the Friendswood fans. But, you know, <laughs> it's Hooks versus Friendswood. But, um, but you know, at Homer Bryce Stadium, we had just about the whole thing filled up. Um, the whole town gathered around, came around us and supported us and encouraged us. And that's makes me proud of Hooks. And, uh, and, and so... And that kind of thing is so very important, and um, I wouldn't ever want to leave the band out. Here's the thing I want to say, though. I know we're probably running short of time. This is the 50-year reunion 
of that team going to the state championship game. And nobody's saying much about that, wow. and it just seems to me like that ought to be celebrated somehow. Absolutely. Um, our 25th anniversary, I remember they invited those of us who could to come to the game, and, and we walked out on the field before it might have been the opening game. I, I don't remember. Uh, but I, I remember we came out on the field and they, you know, announced that we, you know, played for the state championship and all that. Yeah, anyway, we got to make that. Yeah, happen. this we'll, is the fiftieth year, and and Kathy had actually called Chris to, to remind him about it, and uh, uh, and so I mean I know he knows, but I, I hope somebody takes that and runs with it and does something. I think it's important to acknowledge that, and not just the players, but again to acknowledge anybody that's in the band the whole or, thing. or you know yeah. in the pep squad or cheerleaders or whatever. Or even fans that came to the, the yeah. games. I, I think it so would be my cool son, to recognize. My son's in the band, and um, they have a parent meeting at the beginning of the year, and and it's really for those incoming freshmen's parents to kind of give them, hey, this is the counter of events. This is this is yeah. it's going to be strenuous. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on. He he reiterated to all those parents, is, look, we we attend every Friday night football game. He said. Whether, whatever, whatever happens, if the Hornets are on the field, the band's going to be there. He said, we take pride in that. And, and, and we've seen last year, and we've seen in the last couple of years, that other bands don't do that when there's yeah. inclement weather. It was an away game. It was the biggest game of the year. Yeah. yeah. And, so I, we, and our band is there. Yeah. I yeah. think that's so important. No. So he, school spirit. He tells them that, and he, and, and he also tells them, look, these football games in the playoffs you're three rounds deep you're playing on Thanksgiving think the day after Thanksgiving or that Saturday after Thanksgiving he said we we're going to yeah. be marching we're going to be playing at those games you mark right. put your get your right. calendar ready for yeah. that yeah. and so um, it, it, I think that's great yeah. and I also think you know at the same time that should be <laughs> emphasized when the when the band is Doing their marching contest, there ought to be football players there in the stands cheering them on, too. And and uh, I think when schools promote that right. Um, it really does build that school spirit in a way that yeah. kids are going to look back years later and remember what a great time they had together. So. Yeah, last year um, the Hooks band they have what they call the fire ant, and it's a drumline thing. Mm -hmm. And the the boys football teams practicing. Well, when it got time for the Hornets to to play, they all went into the stands and sat there and watched. So it's good, you know, it shows uh, yeah. Hornet spirit. And then, yeah. of course, the cheerleaders, uh, my son's a cheerleader and he's in the band. And so when they have their band competitions, Miss Tullis will bring them cheerleaders to mm -hmm. to the competitions to support. So yeah, it's, it's very cool. It, very cool. We have a lot of support yeah. um, throughout all organizations. Well, in, yeah. in basketball, we saw a different level of, of town support. Just town, mm -hmm. I mean, across the board. When they old, the young. State, we, we, yeah. yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah, they, playoff, yeah. Finish, finish tied for third because they, yeah, right. they, don't, they don't play a third right. place game. So you, right. you tie for third. But um, that was pretty awesome. Team that, team that won it, uh, we played them in the semifinals. They were amazing. Uh, was it Hitchcock? Hitchcock, yeah. Mm -hmm talking to a few of them on the way out, you know, and they thought we were from just an hour or so away from San Antonio because of the people that we brought. Over there. Like, wow. No, that's no. great. Halfway across the state. You that's know. great. Uh, but that's just, yeah. uh, the, and, and we, Chuck, we hear that a lot from people all across different decades of graduation, yeah. you know, that that's, that's hooks. Yeah. So now, Very cool thing. It, it, we know it's not perfect. Goodness, mm -hmm. we know, yeah, you know, 
but we hear that all the time yeah. about about community wide, yeah. uh, you know, support for things. That's so, a good thing. Um, yeah. that that is. And that's good to be a part of, you know. Absolutely. We're going to see, uh, I mean, we're just a couple of has-beens, but we, we're going to see what we can do about the 50th. Uh, it may and just, there may already be plans. There, there might be, yeah. The, we'll yeah. Uh, but we, we'll definitely see if we can ask. Uh, cool. And not really Chris, you know, but, I mean, because Chris, Chris has 5,000. to do. But, I mean, we'll, we'll talk yeah. to other people about, because uh, it's also they're doing a big 100-year celebration for HISD. That's the other thing, too. Um, uh, we, I didn't realize that when we were yeah. playing for State, it was the 50-year yeah. anniversary of the school. But, yeah. anyway. And that's cool. that's a weird thing because of what the school is and isn't as far as all through the years. Because my grandmother graduated in the first graduating class wow. in 1917. Well, that's more than 100 years. Yeah. But there's all the difference of, you know, not having 12th grade for a while, not being right. independent school district. Sure. There's all these different right. variables right. that go to where yeah. I think they have to say, we have to pick, you know, because there's just so many different things. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but excited, that's a big deal this year. But we'll see what we can find out yeah. about some kind of That'd recognition. Cool. Definitely love to have the you know the idea of having people back. Yeah, uh, that's my favorite thing is to see yeah. those people come back. Yeah. So, um, you want to play five questions? Yeah. So if you've listened to our podcast at all, we we do five questions and we try to come up with you know some some funny things that go along with your personality, things that we know about you, um, and we don't give you those questions. So yeah, uh, we'll we'll start and. And you kind of, I think you blew this question up yeah. early on. When he, when he talked about this, I thought, I know. man. He blew this question up, but but great job. So I was going to, my question was, what was the game that you played with us on the way to baseball practices and games? And the, yeah, it was the state capital. Trying to, try to teach you all about geography yeah. and, and social studies. Yeah. All right, this one, who's a tougher coach, you or Keith Burble? Um... Because I think that's one of those surface things where people would say, oh, that's easy. I, I would say, you know, not my knee-jerk reaction was like, sure, Keith. Um, I mean, I, I, I was kind of hard on the kids and, and pushed them. I figured y'all balanced um, each other pretty well. Maybe, it was a great balance, I think. Um, so, Keith, Keith really was the enforcer. <laughs> He really Imagine was. that. I mean, he was. I mean, when, when we were in practice and things went awry, he he was he he got us back on the straight and narrow. Now Chuck was stern, but Keith was the enforcer. Yeah. Chris Bates, when things went awry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that. That could be your book, your biography. <laughs> Man, no doubt. That was really a better question for you than for me. Uh, but good answer, thanks. Yeah. So is so we so we're going with Keith on that one. Are we going? Well, I, I think so, but I do think we kind of complemented each other some ways too. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes I, he would let me nitpick about the little <coughs> things, and then when it got out of hand, he would jump in and say what he needed to. But anyway, I think so you we have to. It. It's all good. It it was tough. I mean, it was there was nothing easy about our practices, and and I can say that unbiased because there was kids that were supposed to play on our team in the playoffs in the nine ten eleven year tournament that didn't make it through practices and, and quit on us. I just want to put it out there that I was uh, apparently not good enough to be picked up by the Apaches, but I would have made it through the practice. I just want you to know that. I'm just, I'm just putting that out there 40-something years later. That, that, that well, you was probably picked high in the draft in the no, Apaches. I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you, 
because I was told, I think he told me there was one time I, he, he, he was going to pick me up. It's my 12-year-old year. But in the Briggs house, we had a rule that superseded the UIL. It was called no pass, no play. <laughs> or it was called if David's an idiot, then his dad is going to pull him out of baseball, and he did. Mm. And I missed half my half my twelve year old year being a jerk. Uh, uh, that's a whole different story. Signing, uh, mm. failing slips from his Hardeman for about half the year. That's a whole different story. <laughs> uh, and the beating that ensued, you know, that took place there. But I missed half the season, and when I came back, I probably played wiffle ball.